TCR Podcast, episode 53. I'm your host, Justin Skirper, and today I'm joined by Alex Shock. Hello. Liz Lysui. Hey, hey. And Justin Chow. That's what I wanted to show you on my Animal Crossing thing, because I got it down, and that's my town's tomb. Oh, did you really? Yeah, We're excited about the podcast. Justin whips wow. out his I wanted to DS. show you guys, but I want to surprise you, but the you guys were like, <laughs> you're seriously on Animal Crossing right now. 3DS <laughs> way, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, man. So you're playing Animal Crossing? What do you? Yeah. What, are, what is everybody playing lately? How's everybody doing? Wait, what day is today? Did we even do that part? Today is <laughs> oh right <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> November 9th, election day in the United States of well, America. Yes. Well, day after election day. Day after election no, day. No, no, it's definitely the I same. I think it's going to oh. be called Apocalypse Day from here on yeah. out. Yeah. Quite a quite a day it was. <laughs> but it's <laughs> great that we have all this awesome video game news and stuff. To talk about that's not politics. That makes us. Happy. You know, I run away personally into a game called Animal Crossing, and yes, to transition back in, that is what I'm playing recently. After the new uh, Nintendo, um, which call it Direct, the Animal Crossing Direct. Are you hanging out in Harvey's campground? I am. That's fantastic that you know the name. I, I actually didn't know his name until you said car- like campground. But yeah, it's going pretty good, guys. Uh, that world where I am mayor, everybody. 100% for approval ratings. It's, it's looking great. <laughs> it's looking great. What's We're this? building awesome. a new bridge. What's the real difference between Animal Crossing and... Uh, what's the other one? Animal Crossing. Harvest Moon. And Harvest Moon. Oh, well, Harvest, Harvest Moon, you're a, you're a, a farmer. farmer. You're very, so you you're very concerned. You're a mayor of all animals. animals. You've like beamed down into this world of all animals for some reason, and they have bestowed upon you the leadership hat. And now you... Uh, and as a leader, you run you magazines bridges. from one person right. to the next and write them letters. And then they not yell just at you magazines. for not So it's actually a completely different game. It's totally different. I it's totally different. <laughs> they're the same in my head. You're not yeah, farming anything. I just anything. kind of always do they were the no, same. No, no, no. Game, the game's got a lot of like things to do. It is basically like... Your a t- animals were crossing your farm. No. <laughs> and then you I don't them. know why it's called Animal Crossing, actually. <laughs> There's animals. I guess they cross things. The only farm... That you're doing is farming for bells right. to pay you're your bills. You're trying to pay off your bills. Right. I usually farm for bells to pay off my bills. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I bells mean, for, bells for bills. Farming like a... is just a symbol, and bells are just a... I mean, it's pretty straight. That's not even symbols. They're just... It's currency. That's currency, and that's fucking work. But anyway, you're having a good time. It's a great game. This sounds thrilling. Yeah. It, no, all right. Have you guys <laughs> ever played DS? Animal Crossing? Uh, okay. I, I actually have, haven't. I, was, I have very extensive experience I've with like, the GameCube Animal Crossing. I think I've played... The GameCube Animal Crossing, but all the of The best one. Like, something about, like... Like, okay, in Animal Crossing, you have the ability, obviously, to, like, decorate your home. And you get to see it via spot passes or whatever, street pass, to, like, see everybody else's home and buy furniture directly from their houses. And, like, you, it, it, it's a lot of fun decorating your house, sure. <laughs> but then there's also, like, fishing and there's, like, uh, bug catching and all of this other, like, shit that's basically just a time waster. But there's something so, like, amazing uh, about, like, discovering ne- these new things. Like, I'll go to the the museum to see all of my like previous catches and like i'll see it and like you read about it and they actually have little tidbits of like information about each of the this is what i do this is yeah a actually no no now that i'm this thinking about it game. i'm sorry yeah. i i stopped paying attention well, no, now, now that i'm thinking about it it's like there's it's really like two different directions like between animal crossing and harvest moon harvest moon there is a clear goal and it is yeah. to make money and expand your farm with animal crossing it's like there's no clear you, goal. you need to make money to pay your bills off but like you, you don't, don't even have, have to, to do, do it that. Through, yeah you don't have to you do it to become the and best you don't mayor have to do ever. it through like you don't even have to be the best mayor like, so the best part do? about the game is seeing other people's towns. Like, you can visit your friend's towns or your friend's houses or other people's houses that you've never met. And you get to see, like, the creativity that they put into their town or whatever. 
And like now it's opened it up just to not just houses, but you can also build things in towns. Like you can set up a cafe or you can also set up like well, bridges. Sure. You're trying to. So you build stuff. You so can, there's a like create Minecraft where you make things and you yeah. 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 slowly that you make. collect. Yeah. You collect, uh, you collect resources and money and yeah. then you pay off your loans and shit to get bigger houses. And then you have like a fucking mansion. It's but like then, creating your own goals basically. Yeah. Like. You want to off the well, I'm happy that it's making you happy, Justin. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is <laughs> it's a critically acclaimed game for a reason. All right? I believe you. And I love the game strictly because I can go into it at any point during the day and like be it's like a peaceful. Okay. With, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no stress. There's no like pressure to like do something or kill something or accomplish something. It's like, I'm just going to go you know, make some money and catch some fish. And catching fish, I love catching fish in that game. Trump's for not no president real there. No, I won't break the mayor. No elections there. He's the mayor there. Yes. Um. All right, Liz. So, what are you playing? That's not so farmy and happy. Um. Well, I. Okay. So, explain something to me. I beat like mission thirty or whatever. I beat I beat chapter one in Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay. Do I have to play chapter two? Yes. Uh, Do I really? but, but hold up. So you beat chapter one. Yes, I okay. beat chapter one. So chapter two So I got the is... credits and then it starts and then I okay. started with the main mission and I saw that it was just like a replay of okay. another mission without any weapons and it kind of sucked and chapter I did not two, have a good time with it. Chapter two is less than a tenth as long as chapter one. It is like not even... Are there 20 even... missions in chapter two? No, it's not even close. There's like chapter lies. two. I believe it's, lies. I'm, yeah, it's been a while since, since I've done 50, it. And I'm at thirty. There are fifty missions total, yeah. but to complete chapter two, I'm pretty sure you only need to do like maybe two or three missions. Oh, yeah. It's it's really like okay. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, are I you played, enjoying it though? I played all of Metal Gear Solid, like the first one. The first one. Great game. And Excellent the very game. first Actually, one. Yes. No, well there is like the well, PlayStation one. There is one before that. Right, the Nintendo Metal Gear. There's Metal Gear mm-hmm. on NES. Then there's Snake's Revenge, which is also on. No, that was on this, the <laughs> PC Engine. Snake versus Mongoose. <laughs> then Killed there my was Metal Gear Solid. Okay, on the so that's the only one I played, and I loved it. But every time I try to play in like another Metal Gear game, I just get like first. I just get bored. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I tried Guns of the Patriots, and I'm like, I'm a 75 year old man running around. Like not, this isn't. I mean, cool. I did not. I didn't play any of their Metal Gears, and I didn't want that to stop me from playing this one, so I'll, I, I kind of was just yeah. like, eh, I'll just Wait, Wikipedia never, some it, Metal Gear you never played, like, then... Metal Gear on, like, the original PlayStation? No, I never played It's a it. bit of a shame, because, like, Ooh, the, that's end, a great game. Uh, <laughs> the end of 5 <laughs> ties in with the... Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, at, while I'm playing biggest... it, I'm like, man, this this seems like a real, like... This I feel like this moment would really hit me in the feels well, if I ever played. <laughs> right, you, I think the shame with five is like five is a really great game, like from a gameplay perspective, but narrative wise, it is a it is a hot mess. Like you don't know yeah, what's going I, on. Yeah, Half this stuff doesn't I was even matter. The I, I did enjoy it. I like stealth yeah. games, and once I had it, I kind of hated it at first. Once I had enough money, and once I had the dog. And quiet. Like once I, I would, started getting things, uh, I was like, and I could just switch weapons whenever I want. I could buy whatever I want. I was like, this is a totally different game. Yeah. If I could, if I use could, all the ammo, do everything you want, spend all the money, it's great. <laughs> if I could impress any sort of like, like, you should really play Metal Gear Solid One. The first Metal Gear Solid is such a masterpiece of a game. Like, it's so so worth. Why were I feel like that? I missed a lot of these games, um, and then like going back and playing them. It loses its luster. Yeah, it's not. It's kind of like watching a movie good. after not going back enough, and Liz. <laughs> No, <laughs> just because they're a little, uh, 
they seem a little like bare. I feel like. I mean, I, d- I definitely now. understand that like certain games feel dated. What's nice is that Metal Gear Solid One had a fantastic remake on yeah. GameCube called the Twin Snakes. I see. It's like a lot of those. A lot of those old games. It's like they were great at the time, and they're they're still great, but. Like, newer games build on that mechanic, and then when you go back, yeah. it sort of feels like you're losing something. It's hard. Mm. This, is a, this is a constant struggle I have, because I feel like yeah. I missed a lot I mean, of games, and then I go to play the fourth one, or the fifth one, know. or the third one, and it doesn't make I, any sense, and see, I have to go I back to the other one, but the other me, ones, like, right. aren't really as good see, when you go back I think and play what, them. what you're missing in that is the nostalgia pull. Like, I can Ex- go back there's to no old nostalgia games bomb. and love... Yeah, exactly. I love those mechanics, because it's the nostalgia bomb. Right. Like it, it's like when... All three of us, I don't know if Liz is doing this too, but when they came out with the Final Fantasy VII remake yeah. stuff, like we were like watching the trailer, like crying. Like, this is well, amazing. Yeah. And Pot, <laughs> and Pot was quite was, literally And Pot was sitting there like, what the fuck are you guys yeah, doing? I mean, like, that, that's a very particular scenario, but I feel like something like, like I'll be the first to admit that I have serious nostalgia connections with like older games and stuff, but like Metal Gear Solid is like very commonly understood to be one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, like, it, uh, it's. It's in my good. opinion, it's timeless. You know what I mean? Because it was the first game. It presents yeah, story in a way. But you also pointed for Resident Evil, and that was scary. <laughs> well, that, that <laughs> not so timeless. That doesn't mean it's a bad game. No, I'm sure, like, I was not, like, at all, like I played, and I was immediately too kind of scared, and I put it down. <laughs> um, but it was definitely, like, very dated, and I was like, I can see how if you played this, it would be great at the time. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. That's mm. how a lot of people feel about Final Fantasy VII. Like, it's, it's hard to fa- replay that. It's now. one of my favorite games yeah. of all time, and I can get past it if I That's like. That's kind of how I, I mean, feel about yeah. Final Fantasy VI. Too. Can I say? No, 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 no. Six is really good. For but, Final Fantasy VII, like the moment that you leave Midgar, I just don't want to play anymore. Like I love the beginning <laughs> sections and like that. Uh, it's fantastic, but then once you get to the open world, I'm just like, all right, you get there lost. Was a, there was a it's point. hard. Yeah. There was it's a like, all right, this is where the actual game starts. There was seriously a point in my life where I replayed Final Fantasy VII on an annual basis. Yeah, I remember. Literally every year. That was like in college too. Yeah. This is a real. This is a real like constant like struggle. first world struggle in my life is that i like missed a lot of games and like the first final fantasy i played was 10 what were you doing that's a really great one to play. i mean i, mean, I, I like i never 10 came 10. out when i was really? like yeah it was like 12 the, that was like one of the very few final fantasy games that i actually finished other than 10. seven eric alone, seven. No, 10 i didn't have really i didn't have a playstation I, I had a playstation 2 like i actually wouldn't so. judge you for playing 10 first like that's I mean, actually i really, love really 10 great. i played it like a hundred times I, yeah. I I, okay 10, but i know we're already getting past and we got a few people to talk about too but like 10 no, i'm sorry i know no, no no not at all it's fine no, like 10 is a good conversation like 10 is a good game but like there's 10. something about this weird like dreamscape world that like kind of like lost it for me like i love the final battle sequence and i love like that that feeling of like oh i'm going up against jet my dad jet. Uh, and he jet. was like he was like whatever that's like the monster what was it called like sin humunga dunga yeah sin. Sin. and he's like there was like there's a lot of like water that's involved in in anyway that's why i thought of humunga dunga i don't know why anyway yeah sin right like something about it was really cool and aaron was like the cool samurai character Orin. A Aaron. I be calling him Aaron. 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 Yeah, there's, there's always one super badass character. Stop that. <laughs> there's a lot of. Uh, He's like Vincent. What's cool about the Final Fantasy games, actually, ten specifically, is like going back and playing that game. There's so many like like underlying tones and like messages to that game that I did. I was way too young to like understand at the time that I was playing it. But that game yeah. is like very like heavily religious and like all this kind of crazy stuff. like it's it's really cool right like, it brings up a lot of good points about religion and about yeah, like, like blindly following it, it's sin, a, it, sin in general yeah. like it's, yeah. 
It's about a society that lives in a dreamscape that has the embodiment of sin yeah. crushing technology, so it, per- and, like, it prohibits them it from is, progressing. It's like complicated, yeah. but when you like boil it down to it, it's not really like it's actually a pretty. Yeah. If when you play it, like you know, it would unlike easy. some you know later Final Fantasy games I've played, like, <laughs> <laughs> ten, I feel like I played it when I was like twelve and like totally understood completely the entire story. Yeah. Where I, where I was trying to go, what happens, what happens with the Aeons, what happens with the Unalas, like all of that. Yeah. yeah. It's very like, like simple. I, I think it's like sort of like tiers of understanding. Like with Final Fantasy Ten, like the first time I played it it was like, okay, I know I'm in love with Yuna. I know I'm trying to fight this thing. Sin is the bad thing. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. Like it was very like like kind of whatever. Like it was an easy enough story to understand, but then like going back and really sort of like absorbing like the uh, symbolism and all this stuff, like I don't know. It, it was cool to I, find uh, those deeper messages. Yeah, it was it was it was a good game. I couldn't get through eight. I yeah, couldn't get eight, through nine. Something in nine. I really want to. I'm gonna replay nine. Just nine to try. But not, possibly nine, be my favorite. You game. really like one? Was it you? What you both really like nine? Right? I, I really like nine up until I got to one point where there was like a giant castle that I'm fighting my way through, and I couldn't figure out where to go. So then I just started fighting over. I like ran out of potions and I just stopped playing. Yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy nine is frustration is easily my favorite of all the Final uh, Fantasy. Yeah, like I feel more like Final really? Fantasy, more Final Fantasy ten is also easier. Yeah, with the well, saves and it's very the linear. Fact that it is a more linear Final Fantasy game. Until you get the thing, until I've you get told the story before, but airship. we're never I, sharing the questions with you guys. Yeah, again. I know. <laughs> I really liked uh, Final Fantasy. Times. I really liked eight, uh, and I, I started the whole time in eight. That's what I was told. I love the I card game, it. and I was really getting into the card game, and I was getting my deck, and I mean the game itself was cool too. Yeah, and I played for like four or five hours. And this is back in the day of memory cards, and the whole save file got corrupted. Dude, same thing uh, happened. And no I was joke. like, fuck I got, that. I got I'm to out. disc four of Final uh, Fantasy VIII when it corrupted on me, and I was like, never again. I will never play this game again. Yeah. I started playing it again. You guys don't save multiple times on multiple memory cards? I, no. I don't save on multiple no, memory joking. cards, but I definitely save multiple times every time. I'd I never do that. I, I hate doing do. that. There I like are... to see one save file, yeah. and that's it. Gets I, so always messy. Do. I always do. I always do one. I feel terrible when I do another one, and that one just never gets Did your siblings play your video games? True, I didn't well, see. If you had siblings and played video games, I, and you I would, and I would multiple put, times. God yeah. forbid. I made. Yeah. I think I made. Point. I think I made Jeff. Like I said, the first one, I was like, "You better go all the way down Jeff the bottom. Like, get away yeah. from my save there file." Yeah, certain... I would like click up and go to like save slot ninety nine. Yes, exactly. Like, right. You can't like, get to this one. There are <laughs> this one's mine. If you, if you were right, this you did like, that on purpose. You yeah. Like, did you ever play like uh, any of the Fallout games? Like in some something like Fallout, I never overwrite my save. I, like if you go into my like PS3 or PS4 like Fallout saves, there are literally like 200 save files because every yeah. instance. Because like, what if something really stupid happens and I'm like, I also okay, like I need to, to keep like... them in case I want to go back in case I do something that I realize later was a mistake. Right. I'll keep like four at like 25, 50, 75, yeah, and that yeah, way yeah. if I get another 10 percent in, and I realize it's a huge error. Right. Yeah. I can go back and. I, get, I, mean, I have, like, a lot of anxiety about losing things. So oh, yeah. A lot of I, I totally get that. <laughs> All right. So, Alex, what are you playing of late? Uh, is this running? Yes. <laughs> Go. Okay. So, I got kind of a bone to pick. Okay. With you, Skirbo. With me? What? Oh, bad suggestion for a game? No. Uh, it's not that bad. Um, so, after your vehement whoop, suggestions, suggestioning, I, I picked up uh, Salt and Sanctuary. Oh yes! So yes, uh, God, he was he was he was, he was so barking that tree yeah. like crazy. And uh, so I was playing it, and I know Chow's been playing it too. But it's like, what's going on? It is just no, I'm it, shaking my head because no, yeah, I haven't oh, yeah. actually been playing it. Is it. right? Well, you played it a little bit. 
Um, but it is just like unapologetically in a bad way, <laughs> Dark Souls. Yeah. Like they didn't even try to do something different. Okay. Like okay, I, they, I, they I, changed how... the word ash to salt. Yep. And then they just made their games. They okay. used the same sound effects. Compl- okay. You I. <laughs> Souls I am going. I am game? going to say this from a position of not knowing where you are in the game early. But, but I will say right now, you are not far enough in the game to make a call like that. So I like like that's surface not, okay. Level, surface level, yeah. You die and your shit's still there, and you lose all your salts, and you got to go back and whatever. And people leave you messages right. on the ground. Yes, hundred so, percent. Okay, but. that's okay. And. That being said, that's not even my biggest gripe. Mm-hmm. Like the thing about <laughs> no, yeah, no, there's no more. The, the thing about Dark Souls or Demon Souls, it's like you feel like you earned that win. Like they'll fuck you up at the beginning, but then you learn and you learn their attack patterns, and then you like, you know, you're able to go around them and like defeat them, and you feel like you've won. Mm-hmm. Salt and Sanctuary, it's like these guys they react in like a single frame. So it's like you can dodge or you can get out of the way and then they're already on you again or you you dodge behind them and they flip around instantly and then they just continue doing their attack. Like it's not as uh forgiving. Forgiving's not even the right word cuz Dark Souls isn't Fair. forgiving. It's yeah, it like Dark Souls is difficult and challenging and while but, they're they're hard, like you can overcome it. But this feels cheap and okay. I don't it's not I'll I'll give you this perspective. What the reason why I love Salt and Sanctuary so much is because it blends the like Wait, Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah, it's a two it's a two D Dark Souls game. Sanctuary. And this is Sanctuary Salt. This is why Salt and Sanctuary is so successful at what it does, in my opinion. Right? It takes all like the fundamental ideologies of something like Dark Souls, right. and then blends it with a true old school two D platformer. And this is why I think when you say it's like unapologetically like. Like whatever, it's because if you think back to like let's say old Mega Man games or old Castlevania games, like right. there are very strict rules to how those games work. You know what I mean? Like how the platforming works, when you're supposed to to jump and when you're supposed to shoot and all this sort of stuff. And a lot of Salt and Sanctuary abides by those rules. So when it comes to something like bosses, whereas Dark Souls, you can sort of like just fly by the seat of your pants when it's like getting real and you're like, oh shit, let me just dodge roll around, like. Sultan Sanctuary doesn't really allow you to do that because it's saying no. This is the boss's attack pattern, and you need to you need to memorize exactly what they're doing so you know when he lifts his sword this way, I need to jo- dodge backwards, or when he's like about to lean forward, I need to dodge forwards or whatever. And like once you learn those things and apply your knowledge to the fight, that's when you succeed. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, but the attacks they don't feel like Dark Souls stuff. You always react. Because it's kind of a slow-paced game. Like, yeah. So you always can react to it in a way that makes sense because the attacks are, like, organic. Yeah, the, like, the choreography this is like, in this is a lot sharper, it, I guess. Is the, the choreography, it feels, I mean, it, I don't know, it's just weird. It's like, it I, can, I can't roll. Seems, there's like, no, you can there's roll, no tell. Right, right. So, like, the guy will, there is, so it's like he'll, he'll wind up, yeah. and then I'll roll, and he'll do, like, his first attack forward, and he'll have a second attack, and then he's just, turned around completely. So I'm, I'm assuming that you're talking about the Sodden Knight, the first boss. The first boss this okay. is a good example. So so the first boss, and I was talking to Justin when he was doing this, I, I watched him beat this boss, and like I wasn't trying to give him any hints or what have you, but like while you're fighting that boss, depend like, and I guess this is something you pick up as you continue to play the game, but depending on how much health he has, he'll slightly adjust each of his attacks. So the first time he'll do like the two slashes, he'll just do the two slashes, but then if you're like, 
if you've got him 50% health or lower, then he'll, like, add two more and turn around at the end or something. Yeah, I mean, and, I know that. Yeah, so it's just like... Uh. But that just adds another <laughs> that just adds another cheap, like, move that he does. Like, it's not it's not as fun to me, like, the way that the, they... even And it's not even just the bosses, it's the regular enemies. Yeah. Like, first of all, the traps are, like, invisible on the ground, so those just hit me every time. Yeah, I will, Second, I will totally... Like, and those fucking... Like blob slug things that drop on your head, like they're mm. they're like up in a tree and, and they're, they're almost invisible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you walk under them and they fall on your head. Super annoying. But even if you dodge them, they hit the ground and then within one frame they're already jumping at you. Like it's not like in Dark Souls that weight would have hit the ground and there's like a physics to it and then it like sloshes over to you or something. Yeah. Um. Whereas, this, uh, I don't sorry, know. something fell on me. Um. Did you need that? But yeah, so like all the enemies are just a little bit more like jerky and it just doesn't seem as well designed. Like maybe they're taking that 2D thing and try they're just like slamming it together with Dark Souls and like this is this is fun, this is cool. I would I mean in its defense it is also 2D. Like in comparison to 3D, but they could with... but they could it's not a graphics thing. Like they could have no, used no, no, it, no, but, it, but it's, it's, it's like... fundamentally how you play it. Like with something like 3D there are like an like infinite amount more var- yeah. uh, variables that you have, so or you don't options. have to dodge in one direction or the other. Right. You're dodging sideways, but or whatever. it's all about physics. Like well, they just didn't put the physics in. Well, I'm saying in this one, it's like they react like paper. But what I'm saying is like there, there is a very defined way that that you have to interact with certain enemies. Like it's very binary. You know what I mean? There is only it's two like, dimensions. But if you're to trying this, like, to be Dark Souls, which it clearly is, yeah, that is not in Dark Souls. Well, maybe it's not well, trying to be Dark Souls. Like, yeah. yeah, it is. You have to, like, but it's this trying is why to take I mean. Dark Souls, but it's taken in a different light. Yeah, yeah. it marries Change. 2D, like... Platformers. Yeah, like, like 2D Souls platformers. But it, it's like to a me, it doesn't... It sounds frustrating, honestly. To me, to me yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't do platforming well, and it doesn't... It, it Like, there is fun to be had there. Like, like when I'm going and I have my equipment and I have everything rolling, it's good. But there are instances where it's just like... I just get hit by little things and the way the enemies move is just infuriating and then I get like knocked off an edge. It's just things that don't hap- that don't happen in Dark Souls and mm-hmm. don't happen in a platformer. It's well, like you get the worst problems of both and they're mixing together in this extremely annoying way because it's definitely more Dark Souls than platformers. Yeah, I I would say that that's true up until you reach a certain point in the game. Like I really am trying to not like how reveal far, anything. How far? How much? How much should he be playing before he like it should change? The whole game will take you like maybe thirty hours, like total. But like you said by... that, like it was nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was You're like, like that's, that's uh, a game. maybe. That's, I, don't know. That's, I know, but a two D platform. I'm We're like not, thirty hours for five hours. Like, in okay, but okay. I, in his defense, when what Alex is saying, like I totally understand. What you, it didn't get to me as it it's apparently getting to you. Like when I was playing it with Skirbo, well, I just have to defend myself now. That's why I'm getting. Oh no, I'm not <laughs> trying to attack you. I'm no, just no, like, no. You know. I mean, like, well, like. In completely, like, I don't know, video game analytical sense. Like, when I was playing it, and I was, like, kind of, like, vocally diagnosing the game as I was playing it, I was like, oh, I see. Okay, so he's going to do the magic thing, then he's going to assume that you're going to jump, so he's going to jump too, and then immediately he's going to turn around and attack, right? So I just, like, accepted it as it was, didn't even think, like, that's not following physics, I'm just like, this is the way the game is. Yeah. And so then you would have to figure your way around the problem. So essentially what it would be, would be, would be, would be, 
Uh, he would do the magic. I would fake jump. He would hop over me. He would attack. I would see that he's about to do the normal attack, and I'd roll behind him, and he would continue with the forward thrust. So in Skirbo's defense, I understand what he's getting at, and why I think I think personally that that's okay is because but, again, it's it's yeah. not necessarily Dark Souls, but it's not also like. And I go back to the whole 3D thing, is because of the reason why when you're in like that 3D environment, there's so many different ways. I feel like if they added in the physics to this 2D platformer, people would just be ro- like panic rolling just backwards like, over and over again. Yeah, I like think I think there's also a lot to be said about like the like, <laughs> no, like, Alex. How, <laughs> I, I would say that no. there, there's also a lot of variables depending on how you're playing. Like if you're using armor at all because you do fat roll and stuff in this game if you're using too much armor so yeah. you could like completely change the way you play just by increasing your mobility by like being naked and running around you know what I mean it also totally changes depending on what type of weapon you're using if you choose to use magic or whatever like see it Dark all... Souls Dark Souls is a special game it like I mean it's popular for a reason and it's something that Justin Chow and I have played for years for a reason yeah because it's it it's hard and you feel good when you can like finally beat something and even if you get like kind of edged out or if you get like swamped by an enemy you can in come no back way and am learn I saying that I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you but in no way am i saying that the magic of dark souls is in this game That's, i see this game as a completely separate game and i enjoy it for the fact that honestly it, like the beginning of this game and the way that it's framed and the story that it's telling and the way that it looks and the sounds that it makes clearly trying to be dark souls yeah but yeah. it's not and it takes inspiration from it like clear cut yeah i don't think anybody's arguing that that's 100 yeah. yes true. yeah but the way like so i'm in this looking for dark souls like that's what i want I that's, that's what it's telling though it is dark souls that's exactly what you just said no it's not like i'm saying that's that what it's, we just it's, said it's applying a lot of what dark souls is like it's it's, it's but when a, i'm playing it i wasn't feeling dark souls i said a pretty like I, I stated that it doesn't feel there's no magic of dark souls in it like and though that, from the physical mechanically it's it's applying a lot of what dark souls is right. it's trying there's to no apply magic with dark... Of dark souls like what you're saying is absolutely right when i'm playing dark souls i feel like the feeling of dark souls which is why i go back to that game so often. what i'm saying is yeah. that feeling is what they're looking for that they were trying to do in this game in I mean, a 2D and way. it seems like you'd rather just be playing Dark Souls. And yeah. I mean, I told that to Alex. When I was playing yeah. this, it just made me want to play Dark Souls. Yeah, and it, to me, it's not a good side of it. Right. To me, there's fun to be had. I'm, I am enjoying it. I would like to go back. Like, are you going to continue playing it, I guess? I'm like, going to give it a... I'm going to keep going because I like... Are you going to play for 30 hours? 30 hours? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I mean I will, I'm not... Okay. I'm not I one thing that, the sure. one thing that was st- making me want to play it was to discover the weapons. Because I actually did like the, me- like the combat mechanics. I like the abilities of, like... I like the the maneuverabilities of those weapons. It seemed really interesting to me. And plus, it was a platformer, and it was 2D. And it, sound, it felt like if it was going to be on PS Vita, I could play it on the go, and it would like be like my Dark Souls substitute for the time being until I get back to Dark Souls. That's why I would play that game. That it's was just my personal like slow-paced kind of like combat games, like Dark Souls. And Salt and Sanctuary is pretty slow-paced. Like the way that you, like you attack, like it's very 16, medieval. 16 and a half hours. Main story completion, 16 and a half hours. 60? 16. 16. Oh, Jesus. 16 like, and a half 60? hours for the main story. But when you, when you take that slow <laughs> gameplay and you add in, like, cheap movements, like, that's just not fun for me. I, I think I think cheap is in, is a very subjective term. Yeah. I mean, at I no point when I was not, playing that game did I feel like I was being cheaped out. And I would anything. agree. I didn't I feel, really feel like it was like about it was learning and acclimating. And, and, like, First of all, we were just talking about this, and you agreed with me. With what? We were just talking about Salt and Sanctuary the other day. I mean, in the sense of, like, the word cheap, I didn't feel like when I was playing that first boss that it was a problem. But you agreed with me last time we talked about that. I mean, I agreed to the fact that, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's physics-based. And it, yes, 
for all intents and purposes, cheap is the word that I would use. But as but, far as like the feeling, like I w- it didn't make me angry. <laughs> I'm I'm saying for me personally, I I think cheap is a subjective term. I, I would say just keep playing it. Just just keep playing it and see if if this maintains throughout your experience. And if it gets to the point where it's like you just don't want to play anymore because of these elements of the game, that's totally fair. But like, I mean, just bottom line, it's trying to copy Dark Souls and make it 2D. And and then it adds in these other elements that don't make it Dark Souls. And that's I, I where think, it I comes... think it's taking the idea and a lot of the mechanics of Dark Souls and applying it into a 2D platform. Like I said, what what I love about this game is how it blends yeah. genres. Anyway, it blends genres. guys, you should just play Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, there's too, too much stress. Too much stress. Like, I played, oh, by the way, side note, the Dark Souls DLC is really good. Um, also, they added in like the whole arena fighting, so I haven't... It's like I, a new PvP. I've been getting my ass whooped, and Alex, you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be interested to know that people are using magic in PvP in Dark Souls Three, and it's it's like good now. Like whatever updates they've made, it's there. It it's really hard to get around some of the stuff. So maybe magic builds are actually useful. However, I will say, Salt and Sanctuary just makes me want to play Dark Souls Three. Yeah. And Animal Crossing when I'm, you know, not playing Dark Souls Three. It's a good game. I want to go back Dark to my Soul and Sex right now. Skirbo, what are you playing? What am I playing? So I'm playing some really awesome stuff. So uh, I beat... So on the retro front, I beat Mega Man Zero, which I freaking love that game. Um, on the normal Now Games front, I'm playing Mega Man Legacy Collection on PS4, which is awesome. It's really just like like ports of Mega Man 1 through 6, but like so perfectly, perfectly redone on PS4, which is like awesome. So I'm absolutely loving that. But the one game that I want to suggest to everybody this time around... Sorry, I keep like moving away from the mic. Um, the one game I want to suggest to everybody is Owlboy. Owlboy really? is a very special game. I'm and really that upset com- that I gave that It is completely captured my heart. Like, this game is... So what kind of game? I, like, what is it? I saw a little it is, bit about it. I... It is a 2D platformer puzzle solver. It yeah. was, it's most similar to, like, a Zelda game. Um, in the sense that, like... you. Uh, what? In in the sense that like you you're playing this like 2D platformer, but you go into dungeons and you have to solve puzzles and you get new items that help you traverse through these dungeons and it's cool because you get like party members. The whole like concept is you're this owl boy who's is like it a side scroll. It is a side scroll, yeah. Um, so you're this this owl boy who can fly around and stuff, but you can't defend yourself because you're just an owl boy. So you your best friend. Uh, hangs out with you and you can carry him and he holds a little gun and he'll like shoot stuff for you or there's this other guy that you can take with you who's like really fat and he'll like hold down heavy switches for you and stuff it's it's just really it's like clever recore. yeah and like the what the, makes it so good it is so Liz isn't convinced it is so, <laughs> I am because I watch because I watch like some gameplay of it and okay it's and like you're just telling me that I already know. Why should I actually play it? Okay, did you, did you play Shovel Knight? No. Okay, well, Shovel Knight was a game that, like, recaptured nostalgia-feeling kind of games through its graphics and through its sound design and all this sort of stuff. Owlboy does something very similar where it's like, its music totally gets you in that retro mood. The graphics are, like, 16-bit-ish, like, 32-bit, you know, pixel graphics, which are great. It looks beautiful, and the characters are so freaking charming like the the character Owlboy his name's Otis has completely like captured my heart because like minor (laughs) minor minor learn it in the first two seconds of the game spoilers Otis is a mute right he can't talk 
like a silent protagonist, huh? Um, and he's trying to learn how to be an owl. Like, they're, the town that he lives in has these prestigious owls that are the guardians of this place. So his teacher's trying to teach him how to do stuff, but for whatever reason, he keeps on failing at learning how to be a, a proper, like, owl guardian. And everybody just picks on him and is super mean to him. So, like, a, a really funny example is that the story of be- Naruto. Yeah, is like at the beginning, Naruto? his teacher. He's a bad ninja. Naruto? Naruto. I'm oh American, so I say <laughs> Naruto. So, like, uh, an example of this is at the beginning of the game, uh, you're sitting with your teacher, and your teacher's like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to carry pots. So, like, there's that pot over there. Go pick it up and put it on the switch. So you walk over, and you pick up the pot, and then immediately the game, like, goes into tutorial mode, and it shows you, like, hit R2 to throw your button, and, like, you know, it shows you right. your throw trajectory. So you throw the pot, and it just smashes on the ground, and then your teacher's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you just broke this pot, you're a failure, you're never gonna amount to anything. And then he just gets this, like, sad face, and then, like, walks away. And then... And then another part is, like, he's like, okay, we're going to teach you how to fly. Like, go get up to this platform, and you start flying up, like, really great. And then, like, your character just gets tired and falls and falls down. And the teacher's like, that was pathetic. I can't believe you're even an owl. Please get out of here. And I'm just like, oh, man, like, this little guy, you know? He's so, Charlie Brown. Yeah. So it's, like, it's totally, like, capturing my heart. Yeah, that's Charlie Brown. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. If uh, Charlie Brown was a mute. Yeah. And, like, the music is so good, and the exploration <laughs> is so good, and the puzzles are actually, like, like they're not hard, but they're, like, smart, you know? Like, yeah. you, you feel, like, slightly accomplished when you finish them, but it's, like, it's just good. It's got a nice progression to it. It's not too much story, but it's enough to, like, capture your interest. It's just, it's a very charming game. It's, like, charming everything that I, I'm hoping will come out of The Last Guardian when I play it. Like, I want charm, I want to feel the, the connection between, you know, the character and Trico, yeah. and I want the puzzles to be... You know, fun. Yeah, I feel like it's just gonna be a puzzle game. Like, yeah, but I feel like I, I I see this is like what I was talking about before. I feel like I don't really have a lot of nostalgia for two D side scrolling. And yeah, I'm I you grew up in a different time. What was your first? What was your Liz? What was your first console? N sixty four. When I was Uh, nine. That's why my brother had. But he, my brother's the same age, right? Yeah. And uh, maybe it's just because of like my family but i mean he we played all those games like the, all the games that I'm, we're talking about here yeah, I, so you just kind of miss that boat I, those like early games what yeah, was your first kinda, game mario 64 uh i think we had well no i know we had uh mario kart 64 that was our first game great game yeah my, my dad like bought and sold ataris so we were like oh, oh yeah geez. so we were yeah so we were he like jamming and sold out, ataris? Like, yeah so That's we were jamming on like dope. warlords and breakout and, but like <laughs> there weren't there weren't really 2d games for n64 Mischief hmm. Makers. That was a I mean, game. they're they're obviously called. <laughs> yeah, they, but like, oh, right. it's, they had, it's not. It's the, their whole thing was right. platforming. It was three D platformers, and right. so that's sort of the age that I grew up in. So, what do you have nostalgia for? Because Banjo like every, Kazooie. what do you? Yeah, even yeah, 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 I'm not trying to say that in a condescending way, but it's like, but it's <laughs> what like, do you, what do you, like, do you like, do? if you look at something like Super Mario sixty four, like it's gross looking. Like I, I would if any new game inherited that. No, I definitely all my nostalgia is for N sixty four games. Wave Race. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, that <laughs> game. But yeah, I mean that that system I played to death and Diddy Kong Racing. I, that was, that like was our, a that great was like game. the second game we had with City Kong Racing. We it's had really... two racing games right in a row. So actually, this brings up an interesting point because like I don't think there's been like a like there has so there's this retro revival where stuff like you know Shovel Knight or whatever. I, I, and it's I have into a, that like a hard time sort of getting into it because I don't like I tried but, to play but, I tried to play a Undertale. Yeah, and oh, I played dude. like. I played like twenty minutes, and I was kind of like, I 
I know I'm not going to like this game. No. Like, I already know. I'm already in it. Like, I have thing. no feels for oh. it. I'm There's... not a fan of the way that it looks. But here's I'm not the thing. Not pretty enough for you, Liz. The point that <laughs> I'm getting pretty enough. The point that I'm getting at is that there's not really like a retro revival scene for people that grew up with N64. Like, there's yeah, like true. what kind of game would they Ukulele. make that's going to be like Ukulele? Ukulele. Yeah, Ukulele. yeah, yeah no, that's, that's a really good point. And that's around the times of like yeah, Crash Bandicoot, right? You have like the. Crash Bandicoot was a. I was talking I about PlayStation. Yeah, no, I know, but PlayStation and N64. Same, same, really I mean, it's yeah, it's the same area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a Banjo Kazooie like. It's a platforming. It's a three D platforming. Sort Blink of. the Time Sweeper. Yeah. Uh, naming other platforms. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. I honestly, I'm also sad for myself that I I wish I liked these games more. I feel like I like. That's okay. You got your I don't like them. But you, got, you, got, you still have your nostalgia realm. Like, it's there for yeah. you. It's just... Yeah, but I feel like I'm missing out on a ton of games. I feel like, I, yeah. I feel well, like, and like, like any sort of revivals of... that come out, any sort of indie games that come out that, like, call out to that, I have a, so I have a hard time sort of getting like, into them. You see something like Bloodstained, and you're like, okay. <laughs> like, it could be moving in that direction. Like, we kind of have a, a repeat where maybe we'll start getting into, like, more 3D platformer yeah. revivals. I think yeah. in five years. I mean, yeah. that'll Another be my retro years. time. I mean, Ukulele mean, <laughs> is, is a perfect example of a game yeah. that's tapping into that yeah. like, market. Definitely gotta get that game. Um, There's a character named Trouser Snake. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into some news. He's a snake. Um, we are way into this podcast <laughs> already. <laughs> he, wears he wears some pants. trousers. Yeah. <laughs> we are way into this podcast yet and have not gotten into news. So let's get into our weekly right, news segment. We'll that <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we will not edit any of this in post. No. So let's get into our weekly news topics on the TZR podcast. No? No. Dude, dude, I don't know what you're no, doing. Oh, come I, on. Don't know I was waiting doing. for a jingle. All right. Oh, I thought we were just doing that for the question. No, nah, we're fine. Okay, you so. You don't even let me use my ukulele. What's the point? So, so I've only got four uh, topics for this week's podcast, or for this week's in news. Um, the first thing is we got our first number of reviews and impressions out for the ps4 pro so i'm kind of wondering what you guys are thinking about this initial reception to it for me not exciting mm-hmm. but uh i want to i want to what see if anybody cares at all this, I... we all have playstation 4s right yeah yes the only reason so... why i would ever contem- <laughs> i feel like the there's only reason why right i would there. ever <laughs> contemplate buying a ps4 pro is because i heard it makes psvr better yeah, eh, which would also mean that I would need a PSVR. Is, is that is that substantiated? Like so they, they say it could. So, but <laughs> like the only thing that I've watched so far was uh, Digital Foundry actually had a really really good teardown uh, of the PS4 Pro and basically said like, hey, this is what it does on 1080p TVs. This is what it does on 4K TVs. This is what it'll do for old games. Blah blah blah. The summation of all of that is any game that does not have a ps4 pro like mode to it is completely unaffected it's literally the exact same thing as it ps4 has to be developed for yeah there are certain games that have ps4 pro modes for 1080p but it's not doing it, it doesn't performance wise enhance anything like you're not getting like 60 frames per second you're instead getting a higher resolution that's super scaled down to it so it's not like taking 4k and then mashing 4k into 1080p it's like taking some weird middle resolution and putting yeah. it down so it'll look slightly better so certain games that have modes look slightly better and then it's like upresing well, 400 yeah, dollars better the, see that's well, the yeah. thing i feel like the problem with me is that like the the 4k in quotes 
on TVs and the resolution on TVs you, and on the plate. Like, yeah. it's all sort of lies. Well, like, nothing. Well, it's, it's not like, 4K, you, right? You have you to mean, really, like, search to find a 4K TV. Most of them are not actually, if they're, like, 4K-like, and this is 4K-like, right. and, like, is it really worth it? Yeah, and it, I, the, I, all that confusion in general, having to, like, because I'm trying to buy a TV, actually. And, you're trying to buy a 4K TV? Well, I thought about buying a 4K TV, because I, mean, I was like, if I would, I'm gonna, say, like, I would, now, I would like, wait. Well, and that, and we like, did, you know, me and my brother. I, mean, I like, I did, I, I was doing research on it, and I was like, I'm like, this sucks. Like everything is just. <laughs> just wait till Black Friday. I'm sure you. Can well, find if it's good. because everything is like, all the specs are sort of lies. All of the resolutions, and all the frame rates are all lies. Never all, like, half I didn't of, even know that. They're all. All the frame rates are actually half of what they say. They are just, you counting the fi- are you counting the pixel count? I'm not, but I like I looked up a lot of review, a lot of reviews, and like I looked up a lot of stuff about TVs because I do really like wanted to do my research. If I'm gonna buy a 4K, I'm gonna spend because that's how much money on a TV. I'm gonna that you're gonna use for like years. And sort of the the conclusion we came to was like it's not really worth it because there's not really anything out for 4K. It's not everything is like 4K like it's not the standard yet. So yeah. I would probably wait. Yeah, However, yeah I eventually decided like it will eventually become the standard with the point where it does. Those 4K TVs will be like. Yeah, like yeah, 500 bucks. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of what you're running into is like marketing terminology that's yeah. like, it's Ultra AD, which isn't true 4K, yeah. but then there's like true 4K, but it's like $5,000. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it just, that confusion alone maybe like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, so, I'm perfectly happy with what I have. Yeah. I'll just deal with it until you guys can figure right. this out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm about this TV here for like yeah. 100 150 bucks 150 bucks and it's doing exactly what i needed to yeah. do yeah i used to yeah. be at a time where i would buy new tvs every year like literally every year i was bad with it you and now it's like <laughs> now it's like i wanted <laughs> Why? to do that I, because i worked at best buy and had what'd you do with, uh, what'd you do with your old tvs find Craigslist? other places to put them so i never i never sold bad TVs. how many TV, tvs did you have he in doesn't my, have in wallpaper in my current wallpaper <laughs> are just tvs and different things yeah in my current planet earth is constantly playing in the background one in my office one in my bedroom uh Oh, no, I only have three now because I gave one to a so, friend. But anyway, so, yeah. So at Liz, one did, point, you had four TVs. Did yeah. you I have play, three TVs Did now. you play Sega? Was that, that was before? No, that was before. Okay. So, do you guys, this is what I wish PS4 Pro was, is the 32X for Sega. Oh, like, do you yeah, remember that? The little so add-on thing? Yeah, I just, I want, a, it's like an applause. That like would be a, cool. It's like a that thing. That would make sense. And you, you know what? It's a piece of hardware that you just stab into the system. The thing is, yeah. is it is but, just a third tier to the console, so why can't I just put another pan? <laughs> it is and and Voltron's together, yeah. Yeah. and you know you just get a more powerful console. I mean, Nintendo sixty four did that with that cartridge, the right? The, yeah, yeah, that, that, that so, graphics cartridge. That was so cool. And it's funny because like that I used to have, but I gave it away, so now my N sixty four just doesn't have oh, a GPU in it. I guess a little jump but, pack. Yeah. You put that jump back in, and it's got like a red top to it with like yeah. holes in it. It looked like a grill of a car, and yeah. you're just like, "Damn!" Like, so you come to somebody's, yeah. fr- you come to your friend's house, and he has that like, or she has that. They mean business update, and then it's just like, "Oh shit, that's that's an upgraded system." Oh shit, you own Donkey Kong sixty four, don't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's all I got. My well, Donkey, Donkey Kong was yeah. the pinnacle that like needed yeah. the graphical power no, technology. <laughs> It's the future. <laughs> it's the Donkey Kong. Donkey so, Kong. so I think even so, the common consensus now for PS4 Pros, we we don't care. I mean, yeah. you would like, as a normal consumer, if it. you don't already own a PS4, then a PS4 Pro would make sense. But then otherwise, why would you spend the four hundred bucks? Yeah. Doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like, yeah, like I get the the Scorpio route. You know, yeah. like this is a brand new console that is an upgrade. 
apparently. We don't yeah. know. But, like, this is an odd way to go, and it hasn't really changed yeah. my mind The thing since is, it came like, out. they're not doing themselves any favors when it comes to marketing this thing. Yeah. And yeah. it's also, like... The uh, weirdest Again, conference. it's, like, if, if the actual market is, like, 4K TV people, like... The adoption rate for that is so small now. Like, it's yeah. just like you're saying. Like, it's still so, too... Ex- it's, like, prohibitively expensive I, to get into it. Like, I was, like, I was like willing to do it. Like, I was like, I'm going to get a 4K TV. Yeah. And then I did research, and, and I was like, like, I'm not going to get a 4K TV. I don't want to spend a thousand dollars. See, yeah. if I could get a wait, 4K why don't you TV... Just wait, I'll tell you what. Why buy it right now? Do you need one? Why buy a TV? Because yeah. I'm moving. I mean... And I don't have a TV. I'll sell you this TV for a hundred bucks. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I want to buy a TV. I need a TV in my living room. I want to buy a 4K. But here's the thing. It's like, it, it, are you going to use one to justify the other? Like, are you just going to get a 4K TV just to have a PS4 Pro so some of your it's games called, that have a patch well, for it might look better? I, I, <laughs> as the only person here who has a PSVR, like, I thought... Hey, this would be an optimized console for my right. PSVR. Yeah, so I, I haven't heard anything about that yet. And if that's no, it, true, then that's did, a real reason to do that. They, they like, alluded to it. But yeah, but they had no such a weird conference. It's they more didn't say powerful anything. technically, I mean, so it'll probably help. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're <laughs> not doing themselves. You also, have, they that, you also yeah. have that other add-on, right? You have that little like. You still need that. You still need that with the PS4 Pro. Didn't they? Didn't they? Isn't that supposed to put the additional like CPU? No, because even with the PS4 Pro, you still need that. It just helps uh, it run, period. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. So. yeah. That thing is adorable. It's kind of it's cool. I was, actually, I was actually a little sad when you said it was like a mini PS4. I thought it was going to be the angular like box and just being That's a box. Close it's, it's just a tiered it's thing. It's got some lines in it, I guess. It's cut in half the, like the PS4. Does the side come off? Why does the side come off? Uh, it's so I. It's sort of stupid. I don't know. You can plug it in. like. Yeah, but know. like, why does it like detach like that? Yeah, it like didn't really detach. I was like playing with it and I was like, I don't understand. It's like they, they put the inputs... Like inside the console, so you can you can only get to it. it you, I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. That sounds dumb. Anyway, guys, we are running dangerously close to the end of this. Oh, podcast. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so, we started three minutes earlier, so you might have three oh, minutes from that. Three oh, okay. minutes is really yeah. gonna save <laughs> us. We are going to rapid fire through these next three topics, so we can get to the uh, gaming true, topic of true, the week. Yes, right. true gaming topic of the week. So next one, Mass Effect Andromeda trailer. What did everybody think? Ciao, go. It was cool. I mean, I didn't play it. Don't care. (laughs) Yeah, it looks pretty, I guess. It looks okay. N7 Day, huge disappointment. You know what happened then? You know what happened there? Fucking nothing. We know about a collector's edition and didn't see any gameplay. Great. Way to go, Bioware. You're doing a great job. Check. I don't like trailers that don't have gameplay. It's kind of a waste of my time. News topic number three. There is apparently a Smash, a, a port of Super Smash Bros. For Wii U coming to Switch alongside the Cloud and Bayonetta Amiibos. Amiibos. At first, I thought going to be terrible because you're not going to be able to use your GameCube controllers. But then I thought, oh wait, it's USB compatible. You can just plug it in, right? It was so they have work. not get, they have not said whether right, or not you can obviously. use them. But uh, my thought is, who cares? The fact, that they moved, <laughs> the fact that they moved the stick down. Excellent it's points, like, Kerbo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but the fact God. that they moved the stick down is like is like. Perfect, right? I mean, like, that's basically a GameCube controller. I mean, not really, but I mean, you know not, what I'm saying. I mean, uh, if you want to talk about the buttons Look at being, it. It's yeah. disgusting. That's not what... I love... We're looking at GameCube controllers right now. They're great. I, it's disgusting in, like, the best way possible. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, this... It's if deformed. You, if I tried to... I, I'm yeah. going to be... I'll it is. With you. If I tried to play... People are going to hate me for saying this. If I tried to play Smash on, like, an Xbox One controller, I'm pretty sure I could do it. Yeah. Well, you could... No, it, dude, I, play, like, I played it on the stupid Pro You can do anything you set your mind to, but that's not the point. <laughs> I mean, first off, if the, uh, the GameCube controller, those shoulder buttons are just a lot of nothing and then a click. Yeah. Why didn't they just make it like a, a click? 
Like, why because you... well, the games, Z button's a click. Games used multi-purpose. So, like in Super Mario Sunshine, oh, if true, you yeah. slightly held down the button, you could run and shoot the water. Yeah. And then if you held it, you oh. stopped you and could and, and move yeah, it. That's yeah, that's true. And they did the get on my level, Chow. They did a disservice <laughs> to them. Stupid. Well, the Wii didn't have like real controllers really, so we were forced to use this for the Wii, and now we just. This is the controller for Smash. Yeah, <laughs> they did it to themselves. If, if yeah. They didn't have. Yeah. The, if they don't have this for the Switch, a lot of people are going to be pissed off. So, good idea, bad idea, don't care for I mean, Smash. I'll buy it. Nice. I'll buy it. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. I'm totally stoked. <laughs> I, I mean, think, here's the other I thing too. I think it's too. a great idea. Just, I think a huge misstep is not releasing it alongside the console. I'm glad that they're um, doing ports. But, first off, I'm glad yeah. that I like. I haven't played Bayonetta 2. I'm just going to wait for that shit to be ported onto the Switch. Yeah. Because I'm going to buy a What Switch. if these are their yeah. only games? They don't have any new games. It's like Zelda and then all these ports. Totally like, fine with that. I mean, if, I another, if I had another reason honestly, to play Switch, I missed, I, a, lot of, I missed a lot of these games. I missed a lot of things on the Wii U, so if they ported them. I don't know if I would be fine with it. That's such a I lame would, opening, like... I wouldn't be... Fi- no, but if they added... So what they were saying... How much time did you spend with Splatoon? What they were... Do you have zero season? hours? Okay, yeah. it's, a great, <laughs> it's a great game. I mean, well, that okay, would be so such a good game. Half well, an here's hour. the other thing, too. They were also saying, and by also, I mean, it's like fucking from the Emily Rogers and uh, whatever, uh, Laura, Laura, Laura Dale, Dale Clark or something. Right, what they're saying is that these are going to be ports with additional content. So yeah. it's not going to be complete. So which, I have a Wii U, and I didn't play it on Wii U. No, 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 but what I'm saying is like... Yeah, but that's because Wii U sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. So do the games. What, what could happen... What could happen? I'm really drunk right now. That's what good. could happen is that Smash comes out and there's additional stuff. Hopefully, it's not stupid game modes that you'll never play, but hopefully, it's like new characters or something. I'm okay I'll buy with it just because it's frankly, Smash. I don't. Frankly, no way there's going to be new characters. Probably not. Absolutely no fucking way. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> excited about it. Just leave me alone, Liz. You we have eight minutes your, to do nine things. You guys got to hold your booze better. <laughs> Next topic. Next topic. Uh, BlizzCon happened last week. And we really only got two pieces of news that matter of any sort. First one, Necromancer coming to Diablo 3. My position on this... Don't care. Who's playing Diablo yeah, 3 anymore? Who the fuck is playing Diablo Actually, 3? you have friends who are playing Diablo 3, right? It's okay, a good game. They, they clearly are not looking at the current game. There's better things to be playing. I'm sorry. I'm a hater of Diablo 3. That's a very boring passive teeth. game. I get it. Click, 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 click. Necromancer. Wait, is this the only thing that came out of BlizzCon? Well, I mean, that and Sombra. Has Sombra. anybody played Sombra yet? No. no okay, I played Pete. Sombra. Sombra is fucking awesome. How, how, she's how, on the PTR. How do you... Oh, wait, you're playing on console, aren't you? Yeah. Lame. No, she's on the PTR. <laughs> Sombra is incredible. In two sentences, what does Sombra do? Okay. Better, <laughs> better, that's, better, that's, one. <laughs> better mobility than anyone in the game and straight up hacks. Like, hacks. At, like, hacks. Okay. She does this. She, she waves her I'll, fingers I'll around, you, and then blue thing, and then purple things come out of her Here, fingers. And okay, she hacks you. ready? Here's okay. the quick okay. top down of her kit. The quick top down <laughs> of her kit. That's a cool day. Her her left click, her like gun is amazing. It's hit scan, and it will destroy, like melt people from mid to short range, like unfairly good. Her right click is hack, which is if she looks at an enemy, it it auto targets them, and if she completes the hack, then it cuts off their ability to use any abilities. Like like not even two seconds okay. like really really fast so completely cuts off their uh, chance to use abilities or you can hack like turrets that torbjorn puts down or you abilities can ha- that's cool. and, uh, or you can hack like health packs cool, so they though. spawn twice as fast can yeah. you hack bastion yes you can oh, hack wow. any, wait, it's ridiculous wait, that's wait, wait, awesome wait. yeah Does, so, so wait if, when you hack bastion, bastion he just can't he, but he, he, just... he basically shuts down like for uh, temporarily okay for um that and then her ult is like Enough an EMP. For how long? For how long? For a few I seconds. want the details on this. For a few Five seconds. I, I don't know. I didn't hack her bastion myself. But I'm saying like the hack is time. really good. Does her... the hack also stop oh, ults? This is awesome. 
Yes, it does stop okay. ults. Like, if someone's in the process... Like, if, if McCree is like, it's high noon, and you hack him, it completely shuts no, down. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's, it's 9.30. No. <laughs> also, also really cool is one, her normal hack, uh, again, targets one person, and if they're be- if they're at half health or... Be- oh, it also cancels out shields. So, like, Zenyatta, half of his health is blue, completely what? knocks out half of his health. I don't like that. Ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie. Is that um, overpowered? Um, yeah, that's, that's... She is so broken. Yeah, <laughs> she is gonna get nerfed so bad. Yeah, she's, okay, that's, so, this is a mistake. L- last couple things. So, if you hack one individual person and they're at half health or less, you can see them through walls. If you Jesus. if you use her EMP, anybody within the EMP blast, you see all of them through walls at fifty percent health or less. Now this is where it gets stupid broken. Her shift is a the it's it's a the... sprint where she runs faster than soldier during his sprint, and she's invisible while it happens. What? And while but she's the, invisible, but if you use any abilities or you shoot or anything, you, you, you get knocked invisible. out of it. So it's but, not like you can kill but, people while you're But here's the ca- you can just get out of here's there. Here's the caveat: when you go invisible, oh, cool. she can still like capture it. objectives yeah. and stuff because she's still technically there, but nobody can see her, and she's untrackable by anybody. And the last thing is her E is a displacement grenade. So she can throw this grenade and at any point during the throw's trajectory, she can hit E and teleport to where the grenade is. Oh my or God. if she throws the grenade, the grenade can stay on the ground and then she very tracer like can like go do whatever oh, and then hit E and, and come back to the back grenade. To her, yeah. So like perfect example, I was playing on Hollywood. I was on the attacking side like going to the limo. I literally the, the game started like doors opened invisible sprinted all the way to the point and then once I got there you know the gate that's like blocking you threw my displacement grenade over the gate teleported to their spawn and wiped out their whole team like wow. instantly it is disgusting how good she is does your if you put down the teleport stone does it stay there after you die no how long does it stay there if you don't die until Forever? you use it, really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. it's crazy. So you can just teleport directly back to where you died if you yeah. put down. So, the... so here's an example. Well, okay. no, because if you die, so, no, and you it goes, die, yeah, so because that, that was my question: Can yeah, you like yeah. get back, right back into the game right. if you yeah. die? So no. King's Row on the attacking side, you're running up to that first point, and you know how there's like the big balcony and the window that you can get yeah. in. So like. When I was doing that, again, Invisible ran through my grenade up into the window, so it landed up inside there, and then ran down, started fighting down there, and then teleported up into the window to continue attacking from there. Oh my god. Ridiculous. She's so good. What's her ult? Oh my god, it's the EMP, EMP. where it blasts a huge radius and hacks everybody within that radius. Oh my god. Disgusting. I like the idea of it being like the... Hard counter to Bastion. Yeah, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like but there are. Th- you know what? This might change the meta. He was back in the day. Yeah, tying it all anymore. back. That was good. Um, <laughs> she does have some hard counters. Apparently, May is a very hard counter from her because she can't hack while she's being hit by the frost thing. Mm. So, like anything during that, and she and if May is doing the frost thing, she can't be hacked out of doing the frost thing. You can't hack May when she's in her stasis. Like, there's a whole bunch of weirdness to it. Um, anyway. Super stoked about Sombra. Get hype about playing her. She is definitely getting nerfed. Like yeah, really, really fast. Get those ranks up. Um, okay, with two minutes left. No, no, we'll, we'll, no, 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 no. That's yeah. five minutes. We'll let it run for a little bit. So that ends yeah. our news for the week. Now we will transition into the true gaming topic of the week. Let's go. Uh, wow! Right, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll use that from now on. There you on. go. That, that will be our transition into the True Gaming <laughs> yes. Topic of the Week. From now on. True Gaming Topic of the Week. Do a better one, Liz, now. I can do that. That one's better. That's what I thought. Okay. 
So I'll say true gaming topic of the week, and then I'll just go true gaming topic of the week. Week. Love it. Love it. All right. Awesome. True gaming. So, so we're gonna do the second one. So nailed it. Can you click on that link? So the true gaming topic of the week obviously comes from the bottom one. Um, obviously comes from reddit.com slash r slash true gaming where we pull from our community and hear about some awesome question that people are pondering over this week. Our community. This week's question is <laughs> by Captain Prince. Not our community. The Reddit no, Catnip Prince. Catnip Prince. And he says, uh, as a game designer, I want to know from a consumer's perspective, how often does the prettiness of a game influence your decision to buy it? I like the other one. Never. <laughs> um, the prettiness of a game? Sometimes. The, the prettiness of a the game. Pretty, like the, the graphical style, the graphics of the game. Back well, when graphics... maybe the art style. Well, no, never. No, 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 no. I won't say never. I won't say never. At the point at which I was opening up my Game Informers back in the day when GameCube was like, oh my god, GameCube's coming out. And I was like, oh, that Link... Oddly looks very feminine, but is killing Ganondorf, and the graphics look so good. Let me look at the Samus. Oh my god, it looks amazing. At that point, I was like, kind of sold on. Yeah, the, I, th- and then I they think. Gave me well, you were actually saying something about this before, and I think you made a really good point. Where it's like, for you know, let's say every generation basically before PS3, like graphics were a huge deal. Like because it's the, like, like the advancements were so ridiculous. Yeah, for generation. It, it was crazy, yeah. crazy it huge jumps. So that, that I think had a huge influence on it. Whereas now Mario has knees. <laughs> whereas now I think the big difference is a game's aesthetic, right? And you know what I'm, what I mean when I say aesthetic, it's like, it's overall graphical style. What, what kind of artistic like motivation it has behind what it's but, doing. But right? games can still set themselves apart. You know, like you got your uncharted, or your Last of Us, you I, know, yeah. like games that really look good, yeah, or games that like try to look good and just don't. And well, what about a, like how bite. often does it affect it based on like when like an Uncharted game where it's like graphically very impressive versus something like I'm kind of drawing a blank, but like Okami, like back in the day, like that game, well, see, like when it's like beautiful that was, that, just because that, of that its art style, first. like yeah. which so, do either of them hold more weight? So I'm gonna I I'm gonna put like, prettiness in the camp of either of those things, yeah. right? So it's like, I feel like it's both. so it's it when depends. we're talking about something that's chasing photorealism, like I'm at the point where it's like photorealism is like unimpressive to me, right? So yeah. it's like I look at something like Call of Duty Infinite mm. Warfare and I'm like I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to make a decision Maybe to buy that game. I'm not going to make a decision to buy that game yeah. because of right. it looking crazy like that. But if there's a game that looks very like interesting and has its own unique aesthetic, like I will be more interested in it. So like right. let's Let, well, uh, a good example is like Ellie Noir. Yes. That like came Perfect. out and they had that like that really very weird like it was photorealistic mouth, but the rest of the game was like normal. Yeah. It was a very <laughs> bizarre Valley. looking Uncanny but, Valley. But part of me want like in that scenario, yeah, like I was more so sold on like the wow, this game looks crazy they, cool. They, Look at that mouth. Well, yeah. so this was the thing too. Like they got it so close, but again, I mean, this is what we call it. We call it Uncanny Valley, right? Where it's like so close, but not quite, and it looks weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look at La Noir; it looked weird to me. If they were trying really hard. Everything right here seems so real, and then He's everything else looked face, robotic, yeah. and it was just like, uh, that yeah. looks, that looks odd. But it's like but then okay. I look at like. I look at Grand Theft Auto Five, and I feel like that nailed it. Well, they stuck to their theme, you know. Yeah. It's like they didn't see Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. See, to me, that's like that's not a, like I won't buy that game because it's like oh, it's like you know really realistic looking. But on the like in an alternative way, 
Excuse me. Um, I feel really bad that I didn't finish that game, actually. Continue. You what? Sorry. I feel really bad that I didn't finish that game. I gotta play that game. Go on. Um, apparently nobody cares about the campaign of Grand Theft Auto. It's sort of I care about it. I wanna play it. It seems um, like apparently didn't playing. care about it that much. <laughs> Alright, continue. No, but, but then you take a game like, so for example, that game like Near Automata, right? Like, I could give a shit about what that game's about or whatever, but when I'm watching it happen, like, the crazy sword slashes and sparks coming out everywhere, I'm like, yeah. yes, like, visually, yes. Like, that's what I'm trying to play, Soul you know side, what I mean? Souls Forgotten, whatever that game's called. Lost Soul Aside. There you go, thank you. That is, you're bad with the names. No, yeah. I'm terrible with names. Overall, when I saw that game... It looked really fucking cool. That yeah. aesthetic and the the aesthetic of the actual mechanics, and me not actually being able to play it, but seeing it totally makes I think, me yeah. want to play. I think that on game. the whole, like visual visuals don't matter that much as long as it sticks like a consistency within their theme. Right. But like games can go over the edge and be like excellent, like your Uncharted. Yeah. I mean, but games can also go below that. Like my experience with Drifter, right? I mean, oh no! Uh, well, so Hyper Light that, Drifter—that's like, yeah. good within its own theme, right? Exactly. Yes. I mean, it depends. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. No, and that's all great. It's yeah. when a game just like. You see the laziness, like um, like I'm feeling like um, with, yes. Zeno, with yeah, Xenoverse. Yeah, but I feel like, like absolutely. There's no, they don't care. Halcyon like the animations, Nine, another just... indie game. You see the laziness with uh, you. Bleh. You see the laziness with the animations of the like battling mechanics. It's yeah. It's just it's like two frame or, like. Right. It's like I can even yeah. think of something like Owlboy now, right? Like before I played, like I was somewhat interested in Owlboy, but like looking at trailers and stuff, I'm like, wow. The like the pixel art is like you know reminiscent of these nostalgia games I like or whatever. But then also like just the the way that they animate all of the characters and it's stuff cool. looks like right. they put a lot of love into I it. Mean, so for that, like that game's aesthetic is awesome and it was like yeah like i'm more interested in playing the game because of that you right. know right fez was also like what 8 16 bit or whatever but the way that they incorporated it seemed so new and like mm-hmm. advanced and like but have you that. ever i mean does it ever Affect- like bottom line influence your decision if i to watch it i feel like no like it's nice there, but I'll- it is there as long but as long as it's like just if do, it exceeds its level of prettiness the, well, versus if it's like an average level of prettiness, here's the, whatever here's your prettiness is, I feel like I'm going to buy it either way. If it's a good game mechanically and if it's fun, I will buy it either here's way. Here's the counter, right? When I saw Final Fantasy VII Remake, I died a little. Yeah. In you a know, good way, didn't die. That, I re- yes, I revi- but you died I, because you love Final Fantasy VII. Right, but like the so refresh the of the So the prettiness is like a bonus. So, it's no, not, no, but, you were going to so buy that thing, game right, no matter yeah. what. No, 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 but here's... Which the, is the, the heart of the question. I, I would change it to this, right? So something like... Uh, I actually brought up this example with, uh, with Chow before, right? Take something like Ocarina of Time, right? Ocarina of Time is an incredible, awesome, awesome game. Yeah. Now... I could I own that game like ten times over and I could mm. play it literally anytime I want. But then I see these people who put together like Unreal Four engine versions of it, yeah. and I'm like, it holy it does make you very fuck! Excited, yeah. I would buy that yeah. in a second, yeah. <laughs> strictly yeah. on the basis yeah. that it's like this. Like I know what the game is already, but just because it looks better, I will buy yeah. it. I, I think a I mean? good example of this is um, Monster Hunter. Like Justin and I will; those are great games, but like they look like crap. Like they've, <laughs> they've looked bad for yeah, years. You're like, right, monsters, but if you are dragons. having, I don't know. I'm, so, I'm really all about the fun it, of the game. Do you have fun playing? I do, but it's like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I do, but if it looked better, like it, be like bonus. I only just got it, and it's it was out for like Isn't that over a year. Bad? <laughs> yeah, right. Like I think it can push me over the edge if I'm on the fence. 
But a lot of the time, if the game's supposed to be good, like, I'll get it. But there are games that hover on the edge there. Like, it delayed me from getting Monster Hunter because it was like, this is the. Mechanically, it was very the same. I Visually, it was very the same. I don't know. You kind of have to mix everything together. No, but you know what? I, I think you this speaks to one of the points that you were bringing up earlier, which I think is a really good one, is like, depending on how a game... It, like, the unprettiness of a game will totally unsell me on a game. Like, let, oh, right. man, I, I just had a really great example in my mind. So, like, something like... Oh, fuck. What if I had an 8-bit Skyrim... Would I play that? I'd actually, I think I'd be more interested in that. Well, see, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, oh, you just said Scalebound, 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 right? Like, an 8-bit isn't technically unpretty, if that's what you're going for. See, right. no, no, no. So, use, so yeah. this, this is the point that's that I was getting art. at. Something right. like Scalebound, right? Scalebound, theoretically, is exactly the kind of game that I should play. Multiplayer, co-op, fucking big pla- platinum games, Devil May Cry kind of stuff. Awesome. But looking at the game, I'm like, there is nothing visually interesting about this game at all. It looks generic as fuck. I have seen <laughs> I have seen that kind of game a thousand times. There is nothing making that game look visually special to me at all. Well, is it, it I'm strictly special? Well, I'm strictly going to get the game because I like the pedigree that Platinum Games is bringing. So wait, you're getting I'm going to anyway. get the game. Well, so, no, no, no. But, enjoy it. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, but, but I'm saying, anyway. if I wasn't such a, a Platinum Games fanboy, I would not be interested in buying that game. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, like that game mm. looks too generic. It, it's not doing anything different enough. It's not doing anything okay. novel enough. Art-wise or mechanically? Art-wise. Yeah, no. Because Honestly, they could tell it doing me, something they, different mechanically? They could tell me that the game's going to be cool, yeah. but I would look at it and say, nah, that, I like, I don't, I don't want to be that character. I don't want to be that person for however many hours it's going to take me to play the it, game. Actually, it did affect my choice. Oh, it was this old RPG on Xbox uh, where you're like an immortal. Lost Odyssey. Yes. So, but the Damn, main character. I, I, I need to feel fucking... cool as my main character. Like, I need to feel like a badass. And <laughs> his hairstyle, he's like split down the middle, tucked behind his ears, down to his shoulders. Like, one hair that just. Because back in Xbox, you didn't have like realistic hair so it was just plastered to your face <laughs> yeah um and that bugged me like if a game I, looks, yeah no i agree with that yeah i agree and with that rather than let's not use the really word prettiness but like let's use visual appeal yeah um like if a game is cohesive it will have the moving parts like it'll be good enough and it'll play good enough that i want to play it regardless yeah rarely is a game like amazing say, and then it's just graphics a just game suck. could a game yeah. could turn me off that's kind of the thing is i can't think of a game that was like i loved it was like mechanically it, amazing but they didn't put the time and effort into exactly the if it's a good game they'll care about it enough to i don't know it's, it all comes together it's hard to just yeah, pick that sometimes one they'll I've, put I've, an extra effort and I've, you'll get an uncharted exactly but like, yeah i've certainly that, that had, extra graphics and uncharted that's not making me want to play uncharted more which but is why I'm i've certainly uncharted. had the experience where I've <laughs> I know, the that's the other thing i've certainly had an experience where i've played a game and like like enjoyed the game but been like man they've dropped the ball with these graphics like assassin's creed unity yeah, that's a good. That's a good example. I felt like even it though, was fine though. Even though that but looked see, great, I still bought that game, Assassin's and I was Creed like, "Whatever." On your mobile it's... iPhone. <laughs> well, I actually like that game, but um, the mobile Unity iPhone? or Unity? No, Unity. <laughs> I, I played it. Yeah, I played it got a lot of hate. I mean, I, on I, my flip phone. I, I liked all the Assassin's bad. games actually. I'm in the minority where I buy them all. I like. I played all, that co-op with Callum. You played all the Assassin's Creed games. I mean, I haven't played the spin-offs. I think I played all of them. Brotherhood. No, I didn't play. Yeah, I didn't play Brotherhood. I didn't play. But I played one. Yes, that was a good game. I liked six. I liked six a lot. I got a lot of hate. I feel like a lot of people. I played as the girl assassin. Wait, which one? Syndicate. Yes, I heard good things about Syndicate. That was one where you're in like old, like 1800s, right? And you're like, it was Steampunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was England. It was like Dishonored. 
two. It had like just the brother was like center on the cover for some reason, but it was like a very like fifty brother. Yeah, yeah. Brother Funniest criticism that I've heard about that game. Mad because I played as the woman the whole time, and she was not on the center of the cover. The, uh, the man was. There, it wasn't I digress. Fl- it wasn't rightfully, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a femship flip cover kind of deal. No, you never I've, looked on the inside of the cover, did you? I bet you it's a flip cover. No, I did. Uh, but I, I it's worked. not. It's not. The funniest I'm still appealing to a male audience because it's Assassin's Creed game. I'm actually, I'm still thinking, I'm trying to think of a game. I'm sorry. You go first and then I'm going to go with No, it. I was just going to say the funniest criticism that I heard about Syndicate was that, uh, like, Assassin's Creed's all about climbing and stuff and they literally yeah. made, like, a I don't want to climb button. Like, there's, like, a Honestly, hook shot that you can that just, like. that was uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, doesn't that, that take away from the entire It's taking Assassin's the game Creed out of the game. Mechanic? Yeah, no, like. The entire part of like Assassin's Creed was like figuring out how to maneuver up I think walls. It, I think you know, it there's used a button to be. for that now. It's, but it's, yeah. I think I'm so tired of that now. Like but I've done that. You've already. done that a hundred. Once you yeah. climbed a hundred buildings, yeah. you climbed so a hundred. They've already taken Ubisoft. a year off of that game, and yeah. I'm still not on. Like if they were like they Assassin's Creed Seven, I'd be like, no. Nah. They know that. They got to change buy it up. They yeah. know. They know what they did. What I was about to say before is I'm still trying to think of a game that I really enjoyed, but enjoyed less because the graphics were so bad. And I can't... But that's not even to... what the question is, either. Okay, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give a good example of, of that. I'll give a good example right, of that. <laughs> so a perfect a perfect one for that for me was... Uh, I don't know if anybody's played this game. This is going to kind of reveal my sensitive side here. But uh, To the Moon... Riven. To the Moon on uh, Steam? Oh, yeah. No. To the, the Moon game that was made with packs. RPG Maker? Yeah. To the Moon was an incredibly, like, emotionally really evocative... Th- I don't want to say I cried when I played that game, but... Hey, man, I cry... In Animal Crossing, so it's okay. I cried. <laughs> I don't actually cry in Animal Crossing, guys, just for the record. Um, but yeah, you know, I played that game, and I was like, I want to keep playing this, but it's like painful how like poorly animated and like bad looking the game is. Because you it's know? made an RPG Maker like three. It's a good game. On, like PlayStation, <laughs> it's a good game. Made me cry. I don't know. There, I he think loved there are... her so much, Chow. He loved her so much. <laughs> I think there's a lighthouse, man. Right, my, right. my like just game buying decision is if it's some sort of unique arcs, art style. Yeah. yeah. And it's also supposed to be a good game. What's funny is that... And like, I'm like, okay, that looks I don't know. Good. I even... I and even then I'll, myself... like, investigate further, and then I'll be like, okay, because you looked good, I looked further into your game, it looks like it's pretty good, and right. I'm gonna buy it. I mean, I... It's weird, because, like, I think my buying habits for video games really just come to, like, what I'm feeling at that moment. Like, it doesn't even need to be a new game, necessarily. Like, I just... I... Animal Crossing is a perfect like I just want a stressful a stressless game versus like when I'm playing Advance Wars which is another nostalgia pull I feel stressed all the fucking time when I'm playing that game I don't know I, I like I I don't really care about like what other people no I don't really care if the game is like stellar because if it was and if I did care about that if I did care about that I would be playing like I'd be playing all the Uncharted games. I'd be playing all of the yeah. the. You've never played any of the Uncharted mm, games. I've never played any of the Uncharted games. I okay. still want to play Tomb Raider. I haven't played Tomb Raider. I actually loved Tomb Raider back on the original PlayStation. I actually, just the started new, playing Tomb Raider too. The new Tomb Raiders are exceptional. I know, I know, and my, so, even my dad the, says is the, it. Is the new Tomb Raider? I'm playing the first, like the one reboot of first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm playing on Steam, but uh, it's like not. There's no puzzles in it. There's, there's there's very light puzzles yeah. in those games. Was like I mean, if you cliff, find the optional dungeon, sometimes there yeah, are puzzles. Yeah, no, you got to go hunting for them. I only found like two. It's of them. more adventuring. And than, then uh, I kind of like not really loving it, like a, it. So then I just started, started like blowing through it. Is is the second one? The, is it adventure? Do you like raid more twos? The second one. The second game, yes, you raid way more twos. Like the second one, and it is necessary to to 
puzzle solve with like Wait, water. I, I like the and stuff. yeah. I, I like that's the, the kind of stuff that I was looking for, and it was not that at all. I mean, just to throw this in there, Mighty Number Nine was a game that I enjoyed significantly less because of how ugly it was. Wasn't it also mechanically pretty poor? It was a very bad game, but yeah. So it was yeah. It was. But if it looked good, if it looked better, if it looked like I mean, let's just do an yeah. Let's just do an extreme example. Like if it's a great game, like if it's Grand Theft Auto, except all of the buildings were just cubes and like all the people had no elbows or arms they're just like walking around and like the graphics were just horrendous but like the dialogue and the gameplay was okay that's that suck it, i think it comes down <laughs> to, like, no, no, that's a perfect suck. example because yeah. that now has highlighted for me the fact of just lazy development and design work well yeah i mean and that that's like the extreme scenario right but i think there is a case where that could happen like you and look where at, it's um, like this is looks just terrible. put in some effort yeah exactly. <laughs> right. right come on like come on you have a good game that's here. it like, yeah why make the game if you're gonna make it look like that right, Cubes. right. i always appreciate it like i was originally kind of turned off from wind waker but then I played it. And what? I, no, dude, I was turned for, on for, by because Wind Because of the graphics? Because I, I was, was looking for... Dude, and this okay, goes back to my Game Informer. Wait, This goes back to my Game Informer. You wanted Space World I, 2000 Zelda back with... Back the fuck right, up. You know what? Yes, back the fuck up. I wanted to play... There was a there was I, a I, cut scene. There was a not a cut scene. There was it's a screenshot. called a technical demo. There was a screenshot of Link with lipstick. He was really shiny. It looked really cool for the time. And then there was Ganon, and they were both fighting with swords, and I was like, was super hyped. And then they delivered Wind Waker. You know what? I, I actually, I kind of felt the same way. There was like, a lot of content. The very first time I heard about Wind Waker, and I saw it, I was like, this is a little weird. This wasn't what I was I, expecting. I was 100% And then I, and then I played it, and I was and like, I, wow, this is a good game. Well, when, when that got revealed, and everyone was like, what is this kitty car? I was so in. I was but, 100% really? in on it. Yes. But now you go back, and my... Brother just bought it for my sister's Wii U. <laughs> I, I have a Wii U. I haven't played it yet, but <laughs> he just I will. started playing it. We were looking at it, and he's like, "Look how beautiful this is!" And I was like, "You know what? This holds up so much better than like." Were you playing yeah. the HD remaster? Well, that's because <laughs> so, it's, so, yes, well, we so. were. But the the problem is that I was like, the art style itself holds up much better. Well, that's well, because cel like, shaded, 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 and rotoscoping ish. Like that that is still a design today. Exactly modern. when it's like yeah. less like technically advanced, but. You're going for that but specific then, try like, to play like trying to play like GTA Vice City, better. and you're like, why am I running like this? And when you <laughs> play, when you go right, back and mid-man. play, yeah, when you go back and play and games shooting, that were like, like <laughs> the best, you know, graphics at the time, and you look at them now, they don't hold up very well because you right. see, you know, those graphics versus what you have now, and you're like, this. So that's this not was, that's, this long story short that they were going for. Long story short, would we answer? With the whole, like, does graphic design or whatever actually affect your buying habits for video games? Is that the actual question? I'd say, no. I'd say situationally. Yes. Not usually. No. Yeah. No. Not usually yeah. is okay. a good I way agree to put with it. That. Um, <laughs> just to throw this out there, the HD remake of Wind Waker is fantastic. But, they, selfies, but they put way too much bloom on everything, and it makes it look a little not great. But it's still really, really good. <laughs> I love bloom. You don't love bloom. Orlando bloom? It takes away all the wrinkles from my face. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone... <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us what on episode was this? 54. 53. 53. Are you sure? You've been bad with names all day. I'm pretty sure I'm on I'm this, I'm bad dude. with names for my entire life. Yes. So, so episode 53 of the that, podcast. And that's our lucky number. That's why it's so long, this podcast. It's yeah. a special one. That's not true. That's not that I know it's not true. Oh. Alex. Ah, damn, you're right. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? Shut up. Wow. <laughs> Thank God to our host, Justin Skirbo. The, the host doesn't know... <laughs> Welcome to the TZR Podcast. 
And now we're starting the podcast. Thank you very much for joining me this evening on episode 53 of the podcast. I want all of our listeners to know that they can reach us at podcast.thezerorevue.com to ask us any questions that they'd like us to answer or provide any uh, news topics if there's something that you want us to talk about. You can also check out all of our news and reviews on thezerorevue.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Recently broke 100 subscribers. You should totally check us out on youtube.com slash thezerorevue. And meet us here next week. Wednesday at 10 p.m. for episode 54 of the podcast. It's going to be a great one. I don't know how you do those outros, man. Dude, like, me neither. That's a lot of words. I just blacked out. I'm about four <laughs> beers good. deep. We're doing great. Justin had to do two <laughs> sentences on that extra life thing, and he couldn't do it. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> Dude, I was tired <laughs> as fuck on that stream. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. See you guys. Bam. 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 Bam.